everybody. This is Bill Knauer, and you're listening to Author to Author, where we talk about writing and life. Because what it takes to write the book you want to write is also what it takes to lead the life you want to lead. That's true. Author to Author is brought to you by Author Magazine, the premier free writing magazine on the internet featuring articles on writing and the writing life, as well as video interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors across the genres. My conversation with Matthew Dix, novelists, storyteller, and productivity expert. That's on there now. Great conversation with Matthew uh, about his book, Someday is Today. Fun guy, good conversation. Check it out at authormagazine.org. And we are funded by the good people at the Pacific Northwest Writers Association. They've been supporting writers from pen to publication since 1955. You can learn about that, them at pnwa.org. And that's partly what we're here to talk about today. I've got the president of the PNWA, author Pam Binder, on. And because uh, you know what, people? It's conference season in the writing community. Conferences start about now, and uh, I love them. They've been a big part of my career, how I got started, uh, what I, I teach at them. I just love them. I think they're great opportunities for authors, both in terms of furthering the career, building community. Uh, there's just so much about it. So Pam and I had a great conversation about her uh, relationship to writing and to conferences and just about how to get something out of them, how to pitch how not to be scared, how to use these experiences. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I was so glad we had that conversation. Uh, Pam is uh, a New York Times, uh, USA Today, and Amazon bestselling author. And she has 11 novels and seven no novellas to her credit. She's drawn to Celtic legends and anything Irish or Scottish. And uh, she blends historical events, characters, and myths into her young adult romance, historical time travel, and contemporary fantasy fiction. And here is our fun and useful conversation. Enjoy. Well, it's Pam Binder. It's Pam Binder. Pam, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. You're sitting, I can see, through the magic <laughs> of Zoom in the are offices you, of the... Are you keeping cool? Am I keeping cool? Yes, thank God. It's no the the the, the misery has let up for the moment, and uh, I'm enjoying it. I can see you are you are ensconced in the uh, busy offices of the Pacific Northwest Writers Association, of which you are the president and have been for oh, it's a while now, Pam, isn't it? It's a while. <laughs> it's a yeah. while. I'm trying to figure it out. Yes, Probably like 15 years, maybe. I think so. Yes, yeah, I think that's a very good guess. Very good All right, guess. so. So if our listeners don't know, Pam Binder is, wears many hats. The first hat, the reason she's even here talking to me is that she's the author of, I was just counting, 16 books? Is this, uh, yeah. is, that, is that the right number? <laughs> 16 and counting, yes. Yes, congratulations of all genres from sort of cozy romances to time travel to fantasy. Uh, you'd span the genres, uh, I believe... And this is, we're here to talk in part about conferences and the Pacific Northwest Writers Conference. But I think, did you get your first book, which I think was a time travel fantasy? Was that, um, did you get your agent for that at the PNWA? Oh, well, you have a wonderful uh, memory. And yes, I did. Yeah, I thought I so. I actually did. That made me a believer. I uh, was volunteering, actually, at uh, before I was on the board, volunteering at the Pacific Northwest Writers Conference. And it was actually in Bellevue at the time. Yep. And yep. Um, I was volunteering. I, and so I met the agent 
while I was volunteering, nervous, very nervous. I didn't even go to any pitch sessions. That, that was how nervous I was. Wow. And wow. he happened to say, well, what are you writing? Because, you know, they knew that that's why we're there. Right. And I uh, pitched it to her. And a long story made short, uh, she was able to get me a wonderful contract with Simon & Schuster. So wow. um, I, I was hooked on TNWA. I mean, uh, and I really hooked on giving back. I recommend to everyone, if you attend a conference, whatever conference you attend, really volunteer. That's a way to get to know other authors, get to know agents and editors, speakers, and you never know who you'll be sitting next to. I actually went to a conference in uh, Canada and just happened to be having uh, lunch at, at their banquet, sitting with Diane Galadon of Outlander. So oh, cool. How about that? very lovely. So, yeah. yes, you never know. So, it's, uh, yeah. I highly recommend it. I cannot recommend conferences enough for writers for a bunch of reasons. One, you know, it's such an isolated profession, isolating, isolating profession by choice, I think, a lot of times. And it's great to meet other writers and be in a, a, just a building full of people who are just talking about writing and storytelling and all its challenges. And then, as you mentioned, I think this cannot be overstated, to be able to meet publishing professionals in the flesh, because it's, you know, everything's done over the transit. It's all distant. It's all, you know, emails and whatnot, and once upon a time mail. And for me, it was a huge sort of... It, it broke something open when I got to talk to people and because I, I so relate to, you know, you can create images in your head of what an agent is, what an editor is and what the business is and to put a face to it and to authors, like you said, sitting next to Diana Gabaldon. Um, I, I think it makes it so much more real and tangible. Does that make sense? Oh, it, it's absolutely true because you get very scared. You know, you think that they're somehow not real that they live in this alternate dimension, alternate universe somehow. And it's just by being able to talk one-on-one -on -one with an author, with a publisher, you understand that you're you're not alone. You're actually going through the same things that every writer goes through. Uh, I actually talked to a writer who, uh, Mike Lawson, he writes, who's yep. a lovely, lovely uh, yep. author, writes mysteries and thrillers. And he had his 20th book coming out. Yeah. And... He said he was really nervous about that. I'm like, oh my god! And I, I love the fact that he was nervous because I get nervous when they, when a book comes out, you know. And every book seems to have its own journey. Every book is different, and uh, but it was just real. I mean, they yeah. and they're always so helpful. Um, there was another author who comes to our conference quite often. Kevin O'Brien writes uh, thrillers, and he actually has attended other authors' book signings because he wants to give back and help support authors. And when you, and he doesn't advertise that that's what he does. He just yeah. does that kind of thing. And so uh, I just, I love going to conferences and meeting people and, and hearing their stories and uh, and helping everyone succeed. So it's, it's a go to a conference, whatever yeah, conference I, it is, just go to a conference. Yeah, I, I do think, you know, they're all, they come in all shapes and sizes. I'm going to be doing a bunch. It is actually, it's good for us to talk because this is really conference season kind of usually starts about now and runs into the fall. And I'm going to be doing a bunch this year. Uh, including the PNWA. So it's the Pacific Northwest Writers Conference it happens in Seattle. It's probably one of the oldest in the country at this point, right? It started in like 55, 56. It started in 1955. I think yeah. uh, this is about like our 67th year. Yeah. I believe that we are not, we are actually probably the old, one of the oldest, if not the oldest annual conference 
uh, going. Uh, we actually even we didn't stop during COVID. We had uh, two virtual yeah. conferences, so we've yeah. just we've, we're like the the old ever ready bunny. We, we keep are. on going. <laughs> so keep on going. how can you think? I know it's kind of hard to quantify, uh, but I mean, if obviously you sold your first book because of the PNWA, yes. Bob Dagoni, those of you who know, who are familiar with Bob, Robert Dagoni on the book, Dust Jacket, who the best-selling, uh, what's 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 his um, current um, uh, detective's name? White? Tracy Crosswhite. Tracy Crosswhite. Bestseller. That really, his career really started through the PNWA, I think. Uh, didn't well, it? It did. Long- it absolutely did. Uh, he actually attended before he became public. Yeah. He actually entered our contest and was a contest winner. Yeah. Uh, and this is before he was published. He was there pitching to agents and editors, uh, really believing in the whole system. And he actually pitched to, he sent out his book to uh, like 33 agents before yeah. one actually decided that, you know, this book is is the one that's going to be uh, make it. And he gives back. He's on our board. Yeah. He uh, is very, very involved with PNWA because he believes in it. There's also another a Northwest author. Her name is Debbie Maycomer. Yeah. And she writes cozy, cozy stories around Christmas, family. She lives on Bainbridge Island. And she also got her start um, at PNWA. And a few years in her books have been turned into Hallmark movies. She's just a, and she's a lovely, lovely woman. And she, we invited her as a keynote and she said, you know, Pam, I'm going to be, I get invitations all over the country to come to the keynote, but I'm only going to be keynote at PNWA because you gave me your start. And she said, and you kept that vision of helping authors. And so I just, I mean, we, we, we get those stories back, you know, from uh, people who have come to our conference and um, just like the whole camaraderie and uh, how we kind of, we really do try to help others um, succeed. We do. It's very helpful. It's a very friendly environment. Writers are shy people. They're introverts. And yes. yet they gather together and they talk and they laugh. And But one of the things we they are, they can do, a, uh, they, are, they pitch. And right. they, what they call pitch. Now, pitching is, is really, it's, it's, I like pitching, uh, but I think it's an activity devised in hell for the writer <laughs> emotionally, emotionally. But let me ask this, Pam, because you, um, we do a thing now, which I think is actually super helpful. I, I fought against it just because I'm exhausted by the time we have to do it. But I think I've seen how helpful it is. We call, do something called pitch. I think we call it pitch fest, where we sit around and professionals like Pam and I help people sort of refine their pitch. And for those of you who don't know, a pitch is where an author, a nervous sweating palm sweaty <laughs> newbie author sits down in front of an agent or editor and describes their book in now uh, i don't know 30 seconds 45 seconds and then talks to them about we, give, it. we give them four minutes four minutes total but they hopefully describe the book in no more yes, than a minute seconds, yeah. right and so we help them refine that so what in your in your many years in this doing this with people what advice if someone has never pitched before and they're all nervous what is like the one or two things you would say to them? I have my list. What would you say to them to help them get through that, that knee knocking experience? So this is great because you love to pitch. I hate it. <laughs> I hate, actually avoid pitching whenever possible. 
I really yeah. change the subject on it. And I, if someone says, what's your book about? I say, I probably change the subject. Yeah, I'm that nervous. Wow. But I discovered this little trick. Okay. So I always know why I'm writing my book. I always know what was that spark that got me interested in writing the book. And so I find that if I start out by saying, hey, I'm Pam Binder. And you know, the reason I wrote this book is we're traveling in Europe and I saw these doors and I thought, what if you opened a door and you went back in time? And all of a sudden I start relaxing because now I'm talking, I'm, I'm in my book, I'm talking about my book. And so that just kicks everything off. And I found that that also opens up a lot of questions. So I, for me, the trick for me in pitching is I start, I start pitching or talking about why I love writing my book or why, why the, this particular book in this particular time. You also, of course, the whole minutiae, you want to have a talk about the plot, the main yeah. character, you know, the conflict, the catalyst, you know, why it all started, you know, the yeah. bombs start ticking or, you know, whatever that is. So there's all sorts of businessy kinds of things you want to get through, but you need to find a trick that helps you relax and yeah. realize that that person wants your book. They, they want your book. You know, and they want to like it. They, they would prefer like to like it. it they right? want to like it. And the yeah. other trick is do your research ahead of time. Please do not pitch to an agent or a publisher who only takes nonfiction and you only write young adults. You know, so and so because a lot of times they're not uh, they're not saying they don't want it because they don't represent it. The other thing, look at their website, find out what they are representing. If they say we don't want any vampires or uh, daywalkers, you know, shapeshifters or zombies, do not pitch them because <laughs> they are—they don't want it. They just already told you that they don't want that. So just you know, do your research and then relax, take a breath, and don't worry about it. Um, I had one agent tell me that she said we understand that most, the majority of writers really can't pitch. But they can't write. That right. one doesn't just because you can't pitch doesn't mean that you can't write. It's just it's not tied together because they're two different skills. They so are. don't worry. So that's why they always want to see the uh, the manuscript, the pages. Uh, they really do not offer you a contract from a pitch no. unless you're a <laughs> unless you unless you are a celebrity of some sort. Right. Uh, you will not get a contract from a pitch. Yeah, I love what you said about the thing you start on is focusing on why you wrote the book, what drew you to it, and how much you love the idea. And I think this is so important for writers uh, because the thing is, in the world of when it comes to like marketing a book, I'm writing a book about that now, where you just try with the broad spectrum of everything from pitching to promoting that book, right? There's so much you don't know. There's so much that you don't know in terms of who will buy it and they like it. And you certainly don't know which agents will like it. But the thing you focused on, Pam, is a thing I think everyone should focus on, which is something you actually do know, which is why you like it. Like, you know that. And it's and, and so if you talk about what you know and don't try to get into people's heads, like your agent said, you are in such better grounding and you know why you like it and you know why you're interested in it. And, and you can let that guide the conversation as opposed to try to anticipate what they're going to like or not. You're in such better shape. Good advice, Pam. <laughs> Thank you. Good, Thank solid you. advice. All right. So this year now, I know I should know this and I feel like I must have missed a conversation. Are we doing some virtual or just in person this year? 
That's a great question. We are doing some virtual, but okay. it's going to be on a Monday, Tuesday. It's not going to be attached to the conference at all. Oh, okay. So we'll do some virtual, and then but the majority of the picture will be online, in person at the conference. Right. Okay. So we'll have, but that'll be it'll be disconnected, so you're not going to have to worry about. Oh my gosh, am I pitching in person right now or online? So it's right. So it's in person, people. Yep. It's gonna, you just got to be there. You just got to be there. And it, it's on my calendar. When is it again, Pam? September 23rd. Yeah. The 25th. Okay. All and right. New, and we have a new location this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. The Hyatt Regency on Lake Washington. So it's going to be a beautiful location. All right. So let's say our listeners have never been to a conference. They live here in the great Puget Sound area. Maybe they even live in Idaho or in Oregon or Northern California. Who knows? People have traveled far afield to come to our conference. Uh what like what happens? They show up and they've never been to a conference. What happens? What are the, so, what 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 can they expect? What do they have to look forward to? Okay, we've actually had people come as far as Australia and Paris. <laughs> so yes, and we've got people from Canada come down all the time. Sure. So what this is what you expect. So we have signs everywhere. We have greeters everywhere. You first come and you go to your registration desk, and then you get a packet of information that talks about the conference, the workshops that you're going to be at, that you could be attending, so that you can actually think about, you know, what am I going to select? How am I going to select this? And then you get your name tag, you know, so, but you're going to be in a group of people, you immediately get immersed with authors. And at this conference, we start right off uh, for the first time, it's going to be pitching. So you get a chance to meet right. people. The thing that's really, uh, we always do this at the beginning of the conference, because you actually then start to meet people, other authors that are attending the conference that perhaps you've never met before, and you get to meet your tribe. Yes. You get to meet yeah. other authors who are, this is the first time for them, maybe maybe it's multiple, maybe this is their sixth time or seventh time, but you get to meet them, and then we see this over and over and over again, is those people that you meet on that first day, you will hang out with. Because yeah. you guys are all kind of, you're all in it together, you know, you're all pitching together. And so you start out, we learn how to pitch the book. And we also have uh, workshops going on simultaneously so that if, if you're going to the pitch fest, you've got everything that you need out of it, you can actually attend a workshop. Um, so we have workshops going on from eight in the morning till five in the afternoon. Yep. And then what we do is we break and then we'll have an evening event. On Friday, there's going to be a panel of experts and that's always a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, the panel, I got to say, the panel is great. Actually, yeah. last year, I yes. I hosted the panels now that I think about it. Yes, you did. Yes, <laughs> that wasn't did. why it was great, but I, I but I enjoyed it very much. And that's always a lot of fun. That's always a lot of fun. Well, I have to pay you a compliment because uh, one of the, one of my, uh, my, actually my publisher was involved and she said that right. was the most fun she ever had on a panel. And oh. she said, I want you to thank that moderator. That was the most fun I've ever had on a panel. Well, that so, thank you, Pam. That's a lot. That's really nice. That I remember. She was a great guest, actually. I yeah, remember. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Wild Rose Press. People, Wild Rose Press. Look it up. They're they're awesome. Kind of a a newer er ish play. I don't know. Newer in the world of publishers that are hundreds of years old, I guess. But yeah. you know, um, they've been around for about twenty years. Oh, uh, all right. Never mind. Yeah, they're not quite a new ways because there are some that have been during the century. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Century. So, I mean, there's some that are 100 years old. So, yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. So, 
some workshops and and we're gonna I, you know you, you have to pick your workshops because you can't see them all but uh everybody we try to always make it so you can go to as many as possible and but we're doing something we're gonna try and like get like if we're dealing with voice say mm-hmm. we want to try and offer people not just like one thing on voice because it's, it, it, they're gonna give we're gonna offer people like different layers in a way on it whether they want to do beginning intermediate or deep dive crunchy we're, we're hoping to do that this year right we're actually yes because we actually we always pay attention to the comments that of our attendees and they really wanted rather than just having one workshop like bill said on a topic on those more meaty craft and things on marketing we're actually having part one part two part three so several layers the, the one that I've actually I've already signed up to moderate because I can't miss it, it's so great. Is one that's being taught by uh, uh, Scott Driscoll, who also teaches at the University oh, of Washington. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he is teaching on, he's teaching about literary fiction, but he's also teaching on point of view. And the thing about point of view is, and that is, point of view is when your character's point of view in the story. And so he's going to be teaching like the basic point of view. Then he's going to go do another class and talk about, you know, okay, so you've got the basic point of view, you know, whether you're doing first, second, or third person, omniscient. And then you're going to, then he's going to go into a deeper dive, how to get into the emotional piece of point of view. And then this is the one I'm excited about because I've seen him do this before and it's just like mind altering. It's called psychic distance where it's just you really feel like you really start getting to understand your, your characters their motivations their emotional curve it but because you've taken from the beginning to end with him you are you're ready for it and we're trying to do that with the setting with character development you know with uh, with social media so that you can actually get in at the ground floor say for example of a topic and then just work your way through it uh, we're pretty excited about these these workshops, and we've got uh, ones that they're ninety minutes, ones that are sixty minutes, so that you can kind of pick and choose the topics that you'd like to um, be involved with. Yeah, yeah, I you know I teach the conference. I always love teaching, and we get great people in. And I know you have to do. You, are you going to teach it this way? I can't imagine. Do you have time? You have moderating I, some panels. But I, I can't imagine. I decided not to teach this year. Yeah, all right. Because, Pam's a great teacher, but. Thank you. She's a busy but, woman. But yeah, I decided, well, I thought, you know, I'm not going to teach this year because it's, just, it's going to be a busy time, a uh, busy location, uh, and I'd rather just be on call. I've actually, <laughs> and Bill has done this too, is, is sometimes speakers, uh, they have lives too, and sometimes things happen to their yeah. lives, and so both Bill and I have had to step in <laughs> to teach a class. <laughs> we have. I've done that at a couple of conferences now yeah, that I think yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a lot of fun. You know, yeah. I, I, I will say that, um, you know, what it is, Pam, I, one of the reasons I love talking to authors is there's something that happens when you, every day you look and sit in a chair by yourself in front of a blank page and say, well, what is interesting to me? What's the story or make, whether you're, whether you're doing the kind of stuff I'm doing, which is like personal essay, or you're dreaming up worlds far and near as you do, you're still, tapping into something that no one else can see that, mm-hmm. you know, and characters that no one else can see, or like my son is wanting to write a book now. And he's like, I can't decide, or is the story like, should the character, how conservative or liberal should they be? And I was like, you got to let that character start talking and he will tell you whether he is or not. Right. So we all know this. Like, so I say that to you, but you know, this is the reason I love conferences, Pam, is that 
it's hard to understand that until you've done it. That's right. The, the language of the writer, because you're you're living in your imagination so much, and it's and it's very real place, and it's so nice to be around people you don't have to explain yourself to. In a way. I I know it really is fun to talk with someone who goes, oh yeah, my characters are talking to me, and they won't shut shut up. Yeah, I'm like, I know, I know. Yeah. And if yeah. you talk to someone who doesn't write, they look at you like, oh my goodness, this person is has some problems. Yeah, <laughs> so, I I interviewed yeah. a guy named Michael Gruber. He's a local suspense writer kind of I guess literary suspense I don't know he writes suspense he's a bright guy he had been like a scientist for years working in like the Carter administration and stuff he did all this different stuff and I said where was the writer when you were doing all that science he said in hiding he said, I was terrified of writing this is true he said I was terrified of writing because of what would happen that I would go in that room and the characters would start talking and then I'd be lost like I would like that would be it and I'd like I would go mad and he's made peace with it apparently because his character still talked to him. But he was he was trying to root himself in science, Pam. So oh, wow. he, to, to stay away from the the world of the imagination. So well, and, and I like to tell when I, when I do teach classes, I like to tell people that I, I love all aspects of the writing process. Um, and but one of the really fun things is you've got your book all plotted and you think you know where it's going. And you sit down to write and you're really in the moment. And all of a sudden then it takes a completely different direction that you hadn't expected. And now I just let it go there and see what happens. Yes. And sometimes, sometimes it turns out great. And, but other times I end up, it's not uncommon for me to um, overwrite a book where 15,000, as much as 15,000 of it never sees, gets into the actual product. But you know that is all right too, because you needed that you needed that exploration to learn more about the character. Um, that's happening to me right now. So it's just I just I'd love to tell people just let it go. Just you know just start writing. You've got your your plot idea. Um, you've got a vague idea of where you want your story to go. Um, I always like to write the end of the the last you know last chapter pretty early on. So I kind of really. Kinda, yeah wow. so that's weird pam that's different you're one of the yeah. few i've heard do that okay hey it works baby don't it's, don't fight it you know, really it's uh, you have a big plot you know yeah. i kind of have an idea of the plot idea but i want to know i want to have that book in so that i know yeah. where i'm going now it doesn't you know a lot of times that ending will expand it will change it will morph into something else but yeah. the emotion the emotion of how those characters are going to feel at the end i have that so that's yeah. that's where i that kind of anchors me uh, yeah. But again, there is no right or wrong way to uh, construct a book. It's whatever <laughs> works for you. Um, yeah. I actually had in one book, uh, so I, I think it's my first or second, I literally wrote in scenes. I don't necessarily advertise. I mean, I don't uh, recommend this too much because uh, if you absolutely do it as much as you'd like. But what you can get is a bunch of disjointed scenes. And I literally had these scenes spread out on my living room floor, trying to figure out where they went. <laughs> that was very early on in my writing. And wow. I and from, from I learned that okay, this have kind of a vague plot idea. So you kind of you don't have to write linearly, but just you know, but again, it's it ended up being a hundred and eight thousand word uh, book, and that's wow. the one that got picked up by Simon Schuster. So wow. you know it's it, it all works. It all works. 
you know, it's interesting is, you know, I write, so I write essays that based around my own experiences, more or less. And well, that's what I base them on. And I, and I absolutely want to be surprised, even though it's stuff I did, but like, I, I, I remember things about uh, events or I, I have new memories of things I can include other stories to tie the things together. And I look to be surprised because if I'm not surprised, I'm bored. And, and so I'm all, and so it's easy to understand how it applies to fiction or easier, but it applies to nonfiction as well to even to our own story. So see people, this is the kind of (laughs) in-depth writing conversation. This will just happen on the fly. This will just happen in the corridors. And of course, in the classrooms. Yeah, it, it, and Bill, you were so right. I mean, this happens all the time. Oh, you will just you will run into someone in you know when you're actually helping maybe hand out uh, tote bags or something. Yeah, and you get into this conversation, and it's almost like you've met your next best friend. I mean, it sounds bizarre, but it's so true. I yeah. I have so many great connections and memories of conference. I'm actually headed to a conference in uh, Texas, and there's people, and I haven't been there. To this particular one since you know 2019 and i just got an email from someone says, oh you know we haven't seen that in a while and you know we to check out. and it just you know we're conference buddies basically so yeah. it's just yeah. it's really a lot of fun that's just one yeah. of fun so i have to i have to make sure that i say that our website is pnwa.org oh, right. <laughs> pnwa.org i of course mentioned this at the front of every one of these <laughs> podcasts if you people haven't been listening but that's where it's pnwa.org and all right, yes, we're going to be, so it'll be September 23rd and I'm going to be there. Pam's going to be there. All kinds of people are going to be there. I hope you guys are going to be there. Uh, all right, Pam. But we, you know, so we've talked about, all right. So we're, you're going to, you guys, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. And I got to say, Pam, I went to the first conference I ever went to. I met you at a conference in Bellevue. I remember the day. I remember standing there talking to you. And um I remember going, I might've been my first conference or my second when I met you, but I do remember going to my first conference and feeling so, and it, it was the PNWA, feeling so energized, so yeah. excited because, you know, I, my wife is a writer, but, uh, you know, I was working in restaurants at that point. And just to be around everybody who was interested in story, everybody who was, it was so, it was such a relief in a way, you know, because I, that I hadn't been around that since I fled Hollywood <laughs> as a young man. And so it's, it's, I know you're going to be scared. Some of you, you're going to be intimidated and you, you, maybe you're not social butterflies, but it is wonderful to be around people who are interested in the same thing you are. And uh, it's so worth it. It is so worth it. Uh, regardless of where you go, but of course you got to go to the PNWAs. All right, Pam, I got, here's what I want you to do. I want, we're going to do one more question. I just got to do this question for you. Okay. It's got nothing to do with the PNWA, but just you, but this, but again, this is the kind of stuff you're going to get at conferences is uh, I want you to think about all the writing you've done in your uh, long life. And uh, if it's taught you anything, it's taught you what? What has it taught you? So it's taught me to expect the unexpected. Yeah. I yeah. just, I just, uh, I use, I, people always put this um, word around magic. And, you know, it, it means a lot of things to different people, but writing is magical. And you, you learn things about yourself when you're writing it. Um, you learn how to grow and how to stretch. I love what you said, Bill, about, you know, you write about experiences that you've often, that you've had. 
and um, you learn something about yourself. You, you know, you unlock another door. You know, you, you start a new chapter. And you know, one of these days, I'm going to write a memoir of how I fell down the stairs and had an out of body experience when I was eight. So oh, I got it. I would love oh, to. Yeah. I would love to tap into that kind of a memory. But I think that when you're writing, you tap into memories. You tap into things that are important in your life. You know, and you get to you get to discuss that in your book. You know, you, things that are important. And uh, I've learned that happily ever after, however that looks, and it looks different to every every person, is is something to look for. And uh, and to be kind, be kind to people. I oh. I've learned that as well. So I totally agree. I love it, Pam. I just today put up a new essay on Author Magazine, and it was called Finding the Magic. That's ah! right. That's what it was about. So you see, yeah. great minds think alike. Great yeah. minds think alike. Pam, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. You're welcome. You're welcome. You always make it fun and very relaxing. Thank you very much, Bill. Have a great day. Yeah, the magic. The magic. You got to believe in it. Got to believe in it. Whatever you call it, whatever you call it, it's there. You got to work with it. If you're a pro, you work with it. That's right. Listen, uh, I want to thank my producer, R.J. Jeffries. I thank Pam Binder for taking the time to talk to us. And I want to thank all of you for listening. So go to a conference. Do it. Go it. You're going to love it. It's a lot of fun. And if you don't, you know, that's okay, too. Just find something you love to do. Anything at all. Find something you love to do. And then do it. <laughs>